Hello, Not About Us friends and family. Welcome to another conversation uh, just about anything, anything that the Spirit wants us to or anything that's on our hearts. As long as it's not about us. Exactly. And just in case you're paying attention to these things, today is September 20th. But as 2022. always... 2022. 2022. As always, I'm Brad. And I'm Scott. And this is Not About Us. Hello, welcome. So once again, never prepared, never ready. <laughs> so let's do it. That's the best time. Um, yep. But to make sure we do it right and to get off on the on the right foot and good start, uh, Scott, let's invite who this is about, uh, so we can have someone take control of this thing and hopefully lead it in the right direction. Absolutely, yes. Thank you, Yahweh. Yes, we, we just praise you and we thank you because this this is yours. It's yes. uh, we do want this to go in in the direction you want it to go. Um, <clears throat> again, I just I just lift you up, Yahweh God. I just praise you, thank you. <clears throat> May your Holy Spirit indwell not just this podcast, uh, not just. Uh, us as as we speak here today and and do just have a conversation with you uh, but we ask that you reach out and and just affect the hearts of the listener of the viewer and just show them what you've got for them today might be nothing to do with what we're talking about but but you love them Yahweh God, you know who's watching when, and we just pray for them at that moment that that you open their hearts to the truth that you have for them uh, whenever they watch this. Yes. So we just thank you again, and we give you glory. Glorify yourself in this, God. Glorify Hallelujah. yourself. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. But that doesn't mean the conversation ends here. Thank you, Father. Um, well, so this will probably be the first conversation that we'll have on Rumble only. Um, yep. So maybe we should start by <coughs> explaining, just, just mentioning that. So uh, I'm going to pull off. I has at this moment I have not done it, but uh, maybe by the time this is uploaded, uh, you'll see. If you're paying attention, the conversations will no longer be. On YouTube uh, I'm gonna pull them all off we keep getting uh, strikes from previous conversation podcasts uh, this last one this most recent one was one that we had done back in January uh, but the uh, the way YouTube works uh, we're in jeopardy of losing the whole channel and because we won't go along with their agenda and the narrative yes we won't uh, we won't silence our opinion um, that <laughs> what we believe um, to be either accurate, but even if it's not accurate, for, for, since we can talk freely, uh, this last one was it was a little comment that was made in a conversation um, where we brought up 
the election. And that wasn't even the main point of the conversation. Uh-huh. But the comment was something along the lines of, yeah, like the last election. Um, well, you know, if it was if it wasn't fraudulent or something to that effect. Yeah. But that wasn't the point of the conversation. But there was one line in there that suggested the last election was fraudulent. And because of that, that's our, our most recent uh, uh, strike. The previous ones had been usually COVID uh, vaccine related, uh, which is also hilarious that, <laughs> yeah. that now most of what we're, we were talking about then is actually the narrative has kind of changed. And now that's actually mm-hmm. become the truth. Um um, which is funny that, that that they did not attack yet another COVID one because apparently that's okay now, but still cannot talk about that election. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so anyway, um, apologize. It'll be it might be a little inconvenient to uh, if you're used to going to YouTube to now have to take a link to another place. But what I'll do is I'll I'll just post uh, I'll just post on YouTube that we have a new conversation video available with the link to Rumble. Um, and as always, you can get the uh, audio-only editions of any of our podcasts on our website, um, notaboutusstudies.com. Um, so that might be the best, that, that might end up having to be the best uh, solution because I'm fairly... You don't want to look at us anyway, do you? Yeah, <laughs> get, over... <laughs> get over ourselves with this video. Um but, uh, I, you know, you've already made this comment earlier off podcast, but it's probably not very long before even Genesis and Revelation studies uh, will get marks against them for some reason. So, yeah, I mean, just the simple fact that if we say we believe in them and we believe this is the reality, someone somewhere down the line is going to go, nope, that has been fact checked. That is disinformation. Yep. Uh, you cannot say that the scientific and based in reality. You must say it is based in culture and literature and art and, you know, uh, whims of fancy. But mythology. you cannot. Yes, mythology. But you but just just to take these seriously. Uh, how dare you? Right. You know, I know there's I know there are. Uh, there are places, is it YouTube, that will uh, put a note that just, you know, basically they will force a note on that says, like, uh, this is not yeah, uh, this is not scientifically accurate or something like that? Yeah, YouTube's about the only one that I, uh, well, on Facebook. I've seen it on Facebook, too. Um, but they'll send you to a wiki link, uh, uh, you know, whether, whether you, what, no matter what you believe in, um, you can no longer post it there freely without having to get a link sending you to a wiki page controlled a, a controlled wiki page where mm-hmm. it clearly states you know that whatever you're whatever you're watching has been proven to be false mm-hmm. and and uh, then gives off all these reasons why all these very controlled answers to and yeah it's, and it's everything it's 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 about the covid vaccine it's about the election um, but it's also, um, it's also like weird stuff like, uh, the flat earth, uh, Bigfoot, uh, you know, like yeah. all these, uh, UFOs, uh, all of these kind of stuff, it'll pop it on there and it'll send you somewhere else. So even if you're just watching a video for a, a joke or, you know, whatever, you might still have to see that disclaimer saying that this isn't archaic, uh, it's been proven false, da, 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 da. 
Mm-hmm. But every time I see that now, I can't help but wonder, well, maybe they're onto something because <laughs> if if YouTube and the people who the people who control this kind of stuff are so threatened that they have to put a thing on there about uh, a video about UFOs or something like that, uh, then maybe there's something to this, you know? Um, yeah, I, I tend to I tend to lean more towards the if they if there's an active campaign to try to try to stop it or discredit it there might be some truth in it somewhere maybe not exactly what's being mm-hmm. posted by people but yeah i was um i was watching another podcast the other day with uh, a gentleman who was talking about the fact that when these groups can honestly not defend their position then their only defense is to keep you from being heard yeah uh so what they do uh is they either try to keep you off the air or they throw out words that have just become uh, just hate speech uh, in order to get you to shut up. They will call you homophobic. They will call you Nazi. They will call you conspiracy theorist. Racist is a big one. Racist. There are just things, uh, uh, anti-Semitic. There are things that they just throw out there to make, you know, if you get called that and someone else hears that you're called that, Everyone else immediately goes, oh, they're that? Oh, well, then I can't listen to them right. if they're that. Uh, so they've just become, uh, like I said, it it is hate speech because it's just based in um, trying to get you silenced, not trying to identify accurately what you are. Right. I mean, how many people are called Nazi that are not part of the, the socialist party that is Nazi? They're just... People are just saying, Nazi, 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 it, trying to shut them up. Either shut them up out of fear, or if they keep talking, make everyone else say, oh, Nazi, and I'm going to walk away. Right. I don't want anything to do with this. Uh, so it, it's just it's more of a, a tool used to silence people than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty sad that we can't have you know, conversations, whether even whether it's something serious in nature as of what we do or even just fun conversations having to always be on having to censor yourself for fear that you might lose your channel mm-hmm. and if we lost the channel what we would do is we would just come back as something else but uh it would require a lot of effort on my behalf to upload all of the study videos again and all that kind of stuff so it's like if i would say maybe even if that happens we just create a basic youtube channel with our information just saying just with that cover page just saying youtube has done this to us we're not going to risk that again if you're looking for us go here yeah and just so people going to youtube can find a way to find us yeah i yeah uh, a gentleman that i follow um recently uh he he, what he did is he he created uh like four or five different channels and so when this one would get a strike and he couldn't post he'd have fallbacks Uh (laughs) sorry about that let me go ahead and turn that off right now um but he would create fallbacks but the the way uh the way youtube works they eventually and he's been posting for years but they eventually figured it out so on the same day all of his channels got uh 
silenced, uh, like completely <laughs> shut down. Uh-huh. Um, uh, like immediately, they all got enough strikes that they just completely stopped them all. So, so he came back as a he rebranded and came back as a completely new thing, fairly similar to what he was, but came back with a new name, a new opening logo, uh, all that kind of stuff. So whatever it was that they, whatever how they were able to figure out. Uh, his information that he changed it all just enough that um, but uh, he already had such a built-in number of people and the way YouTube works is you have to have a certain number of watch hours and all this kind of stuff so he he started out uh, with some funny videos where he was just pretending to be a new YouTuber playing like video games even though he talks about very serious uh, subjects some stuff I very much believe in and some stuff I'm I don't know if he's just he's a little out there but but I thought it was so funny. I'm watching him play these video games. How do you even do this, YouTube? Wow, I've already got 20,000 subscribers. That's awesome. You know? <laughs> but every now and then he'll slip and be like, you know, on my last channel, I mean, I'm still a brand new YouTuber. You know? <laughs> so, so, I mean, I don't want to have to do that kind of nonsense. But if that's the game that YouTube wants to play, you know, I'm not unwilling to do it. You know, it's just uh, there has to be a way to... Uh, to fight back or, or to, you know, because they it, right now it's like they they have all the power to, to silence you if they want to, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's not good. Uh, so, I mean, if we have to do these little funny tricks and things, then so be it. But but yeah, I, I just I, I don't want to have to spend all that time re-uploading everything. So uh so we'll play the this game for now, or we'll just get rid of the conversations, and hopefully at least the studies will be fine for a while. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I uh, I I guess I don't know. Yeah, we'll 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 see what we'll see on that line. But is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, that that's just sort of a YouTube update. But I don't want to go further into it because then I start to go into. Oh, these idiots! What are they doing? And I don't want to go there. Uh. Um, kind of in the same uh, idea of things. Um, so, I've, I've mentioned before how you know I used to really love uh, media, TV shows, different things, and slowly over the years I've been just getting more and more upset uh, with the current state of a lot of the stuff that I used to love. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was kind of sad today because. Um, I, I was mostly just listening to it because I actually was working. Um, but I had the, the revamped, uh, the, the new Quantum Leap on. And Quantum Leap was a show that I loved when I was young, too. Yeah, I loved that one. And this new one, um, besides, the, besides the overly woke aspects of it, um, it also is just, I just realized something. The more... The, the the more that, uh, that that they have this message to uh, to give in each of these episodes in these new movies and TV shows that are overly woke, uh, the stupider the writing gets. Yeah, you know, like it, it really does. It's <laughs> I was kind of listening to it, and you know, the old Quantum Leap and and like the old Star Treks, they were very scientifically based. Mm-hmm. You know, they. They were science fiction shows, but they still, you felt smart sometimes, especially like Star Trek The Next Generation. Sometimes you listen to the techno babble on there 
and you'd walk away from it and you could feel like just smart just by repeating what they said. Yeah. You know, they had actual NASA people on there helping them with their science and their, and their techno babble and all that kind of stuff. And quantum leap, um, you know, it had, it was, it was still, it was very science fiction, but it still, it felt smart. It felt like, yeah, he, this is plausible. You know, he could travel through time and all this kind of stuff. They made it feel like it worked. And then in the new one, uh, it just, I was listening to it and like their big techno babble in the, in this episode was basically like, uh, uh, well, he somehow he installed a new operating system. I don't feel smart like repeating that. Like <laughs> that, you know, is it? It feels like all of this stuff is being written now by teenagers. The new Star Trek, the for this Quantum Leap. Um, uh, the I haven't watched it, but uh, I heard the the new Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power on Amazon Prime is horrible. Uh, it has a lot of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, a lot of bad writing. And I did watch. I saw. Whether it's true or not, um, it's just someone's opinion. But um, I saw something the other day where, where someone was saying the problem today is that the people writing these shows hate their audience. Mm-hmm. And they said the people who used to be writing for the shows um, loved their fan base right. and were writing for their fan base and were, and were doing things to, uh, to make the fan base happy and, and were you – know, uh, you're seeking to make a good plot. You're seeking to make you. You want to tell a good story, uh, and, and you brought up Tolkien, and uh, uh, people have asked. You know, people asked him, "Is this based in Christian mythology? All that kind of." You know, he got asked a long time ago. He said, "No, not at all. I just wanted to tell a good story." Mm-hmm. Uh, now, people feel like the writers behind most of these. Um, and some of them have flat out admitted this, you know, I, I'm not saying everyone does it, but they basically think the people watching are to be subjugated, are to be changed. They're stupid, uh, horrible people that need to be brainwashed, that need to be altered. Right. And so that's at, a lot of these stories uh, that are coming out now are pointed at changing the people who are watching them because the writers hate them the way they are. Right. And that makes for lousy stories. I mean, among other things, it just, that's one reason why, you know, there's a saying, I'm sure you've all heard it, go woke, go broke. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disney is suffering. A lot of people are just, they're losing ratings. They're losing money left and right. Uh, They are not performing uh, the the way they want to in the box office on TV you know on the internet whatever and it's because the audience knows it and it's because the audience is angry and upset and offended uh, at at this being crammed down their throat but also they're just simply watching and going that stinks I I don't enjoy it, it it's it's no good well and and no one no one likes being preached to whether you believe in it or not Mm -hmm. and and like that's what the majority of what's going on but what i can't remember the verse but there is a verse um uh relating to the last days and and i can't i can't quote it exactly but it basically says that they will be led by women and children and to me what i'm seeing and like stuff like this 
is it feels like it's written by children. And I don't think it literally means children. I think it means children-like mentalities. They want you to mm-hmm. believe, uh, like, like, first of all, just the, the you know, like I said, it, it feels like it's just been so dumbed down that it doesn't feel smart anymore. But also, on the other hand, they want you to believe that in, in this quantum leap example, there is a non-binary person in there and uh, they are, they, they, they spew out their few words here or there that make you go, you know, you, so, so you understand exactly what they believe about things. But this is a person that wants me to believe that there are no genders, you know, like that's just stupid. There is genders, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, a, that's childlike to, to not believe. If you do not believe in genders, clearly defined male and female, then that's just stupid. And I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anybody, but the, the truth is it's just stupid. There are men and there are women created by God. And so here you have these childlike fantasies and ideas that they're trying to show. And in our current, in the United States and elsewhere in the world, there's other leaders like this, but we are being run. He's physically old, but our country is being run by a child. Mm -hmm. He gets easily offended and lashes out. He has no grasp on reality. And I, and I, and I don't, I'm not going to put him down in the sense that that because uh, I do believe that this is because he is mentally decaying. I think he actually has, you know, a medical problem. But that the truth of it is we are being run. Our country is being run by a person who has a childlike mental ability, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, it's just it, just that that popped in my head the other day that that verse. And I wish I knew it. I'm sorry I wasn't prepared, but. And I got to think about conversation. It. We're never prepared. I know. We just go. <laughs> but but it made me think about it. It's not. It's one of those things. It's not necessarily. Uh, it's not necessarily the fact that we are actually the country is actually being run by children, like five year olds. We are being run by people who are acting like children. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of doing the opposite and growing up, uh, like like we should, and understanding the truth of things. And having an adult, having like an adult uh, grasp of things like gender, mm-hmm. uh, we don't right now. We're being run yeah. by children. I mean, no, you're absolutely right. Um, to have the heart of a child is one thing. To well, it's you know, it, I think to have the heart of a child is exactly what we should do. Yeah. But we also have to have the intelligence of an adult. No, that's what I'm saying. You have to, we have to grow. We were designed to grow. Um, I used to think as a child, I put off my childish ways. Mm -hmm. I became an adult. I became a man. Uh, You know, there's, there's, there's growth. There's God wants us to grow, has always desired us to grow. Uh, We shouldn't lose that heart he wants us to uh, be like children in the sense that we just, we believe, we love, we, we trust, but but not to be, uh, I guess some words I'm thinking, selfish and ignorant mm-hmm. are the words that keep coming up to me is why when people behave like a child, um, I just, 
uh, I've been watching MASH again, uh, just because. Um, and there's one, uh, I want to say it's season two, episode one. Uh, someone is sent to the, the units to study them, see what they're like, uh, possibly break them up, all this kind of thing. And he's giving his report. And one of the things he said that's always I've always remembered He's like, uh, he calls them childish. And he says, not childlike with its connotations of innocence, but childish. Yes. You know, yes. uh, there's a difference between childlike and childish. Yes. Childish with its selfishness, its pettiness, its, you know, it, all that kind of thing. And that's always stuck with me uh, all my life. Uh, they're childlike and childish, two very different things. Mm -hmm. I want to be childlike. But I want to leave the childish behind. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really well spoken. That's basically what I was trying to, with that example, I was trying to explain. Yeah, because um, I, I want to tell this real quick. Yeah, there's a joke that will make everyone groan. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's an old joke, <laughs> but it kills me for this reason. Okay, the joke is um, two. Um, hydrogen atoms are walking side by side and one of them stops and goes i think i've lost an electron and the other one says are you certain and he and, and he says i'm positive right now the thing about the th the reason i like that joke is you have to have an adult mentality to understand the joke right. you have to have an education you have to know understand how atoms work po you know uh protons neutrons electrons you have to be intellectually essentially an adult to get the joke but you have to remain a child at heart to appreciate the joke right and that's why i like that joke so much um so that go ahead <laughs> no, that, that was basically basically it and then so and i had kind of i'd kind of given up on most media um, and the reason I won't, I, I don't have permission to probably explain everything. So I'll just say a friend has asked me to help them with another podcast. And so, and it, and it will, it'll have a lot to do with TV shows and different things like that. And I watched this new, I wasn't even going to watch this new quantum leap, but I watched that first episode because the next topic of, will be uh, comparing uh, old shows eight, that are being rebooted like 80 shows specifically okay. that have been like rebooted recently and so I was like well here's a perfect example of one that's like uh, happening right now because there's only one episode of the new Quantum Leap out and so that's why I watched it and that and I was but now that kind of puts me in a weird place because it's like well I don't I'm not going to continue obviously but this is now going to probably be an aspect of my life as I'm helping a friend yeah <laughs> I'm going to have to probably watch some other things that I'm going to be just, you know, uh, just depressed. Uh, it's depressing watching it and listening to the little, uh, little snippets of wokeisms, uh, throughout and, and seeing people in positions that I just do not agree with and having to watch dumb stuff. Cause I, cause I watched it and I yeah. got dumb afterwards. Mm -hmm. and I, and that, you know another little thing about that just a just a tiny little point but if you remember the original one um they always gave now it was it was 
non-denominational. It wasn't religious, so to speak, in any way. It didn't focus on anyone in religion. But they knew in that one, God had taken over their their program. Right. And they always, you know, they always said, well, this is God doing this, you know. And, you know, of course, they reporting to their superiors, it was like, God, seriously, yeah, that's that's what's going on. That's, right. you know, I mean, it's like, even that little thing just just couldn't exist now. No. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, they, um, the I think the last God related show that I can remember, it's been five ish years ago, maybe not quite that long, but they did a show where I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, this guy was getting like text messages from God mm-hmm. and, and told to go do stuff and, and whatnot. I remember that one. And I was and I was watching it, but I and I and I and I saw a lot of flaws in, in, in it. But at the time, I kind of appreciated it because it was, it was like, well, for another example, they about the same time period they did, um, they did a musical. Uh, they did, I think it was called The Passion, and it was around Easter time, and it was it it was the it was Jesus's story, in modern times, so like the you know, all of his apostles and whatnot were just uh, like homeless people on the streets of New York or, you know, or different things like that. And they had their last supper at like a hot dog stand, you know, and they used secular music, which that I did appreciate. They used secular music to uh, explain what was going on and whatnot. And I thought, I was like, okay, I kind of like how they took something that's not godly and kind of tried to make it godly. But I remember watching that and just going, oh, Oh, I hate this. I hate this because it's so, to me, it's just so wrong. There's so many errors. There's so many things that I can't, it wasn't even just the setting. It was just the, you know, what they were portraying and different things like that. Uh But then it was like, what if it brought even one person, one person to Christ, then it was worth it, you know? Yeah. And obviously it wasn't meant for me, but it brought that one person. And and right now there's uh, uh, the TV show that the Chosen is getting a lot of flack from um, from different Christian Christian people and different uh, different true Christians because it has elements in it that are definitely not biblical um, and things like that. But once again, I can't help but go. But what if it brings one? person to christ Mm -hmm. then it was well worth it it was well worth the time the energy the money um you know so i i guess what i'm saying is at that show that i was originally started talking about the one where he was getting text messages and all this kind of stuff even though there was a lot of flaws in it if it brought one person or at least got one person questioning things then to me that that was worth it but that show didn't you know, it didn't last very long. And I kind of feel like since then, I haven't seen anything besides The Chosen, which is not like, it's not a Hollywood production. It's not a, Mm -hmm. you know, it's totally them having to do it with crowdfunding because, uh, you know, the no studio is going to get involved, uh, which actually that's not true. Angel Studios has gotten involved now, but but they are primarily that anyway. Um, But it's definitely not a Hollywood thing. No. But there's been nothing nothing uh in 
any shows uh, that I can find or have can think of that reference anything godly since that. And that show didn't get didn't last very long. Like I don't remember exactly how many episodes, but I never watched it. I never cared. I just never interested. I don't watch a lot of TV more anymore. Period. If I watch something like that, I'm streaming. I'm watching something focused that I want to see. You know that kind of thing. Um, uh, I don't just I don't just float around anymore. Yeah, I, I don't I just out. So let me check time. this out. Let me check that out. You know I just. Um, but I remember seeing ads for it and thinking how shocked I was that this concept was even on the air. Right. I was like, wow, someone that that's amazing that this is that this even made it. Well, that was that was the only reason why I watched it. And I didn't watch the whole thing. Let's say it had 12 episodes. I maybe watched four episodes, but I that's what intrigued me about it was, oh, there's a show, Uh you know, on a prime channel on a prime network channel talking about God. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And I think the only one really before that, there was a show called Joan of Arcadia, I believe is what that one was called. And she kept seeing God in different uh, different places. And, and he would, you know, tell her, hey, you need to go help this person or do this. Or, you know, same kind of thing. Uh, just different how it was presented. And I watched that show for a fair amount of time. Um, but also... You know, watching it going every so often happened to shake my head because, you know, it's just not biblical, some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it brought that one person or it made one person start praying and talking to God and figuring things out, then totally worth it. But yeah, I don't think we're, I don't think even shows like that are going to get made anymore. Now it's, it's, uh, um, I see previews every so often, um, one called evil which makes me gag every time i see it actually as we were thinking about this i was like you know the only spiritual shows that are succeeding and are being made are of that nature lucifer Lucifer. is on like season eight or something like that and uh i just (laughs) i can't i gotta admit i can't stand that it even exists yeah me either it's because it's, I, I realize they treat it as, oh, we're just having fun with mythology and what have you. Uh, but knowing the reality of the situation, I, you know, I feel, again, they're, they're deceiving an entire generation thinking, oh, Lucifer is not such a bad guy. Well, they make him the hero. Exactly. He's the... He's, he, yeah, he's the protagonist of the thing. He's the hero who just happens to have some daddy issues. And it's really the dad that's the bad guy. You know? mm-hmm. That's what they're that's what they're trying to. I actually um, can't remember what channel that was. Now might have been LED uh, light exposing darkness. They uh, they have they go really in depth into a lot of uh, different movies, TV shows, and different things, and show the the bad elements of it mm-hmm. and. Just basically Christians beware kind of thing, um, and some of it, some of it, I I totally agree with. Some of it, I'm like, I see that, but I also can see that this could be used for good in some, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's besides the point. But they actually had some interviews from the uh, people who are producing 
uh, like the showrunners of Lucifer, and and uh, that's what they were basically. That's what was happening in the interviews. You know, they were saying, you know, the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I I grew up Catholic, and uh, you know, I always, uh, you know, I always knew these stories and all these kind of things, but I always looked at him as a as just just a a poor rebel. You know, he." He made some bad decisions and da 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 and he should should he be punished for whatever blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah he should. But uh, but that that's the mentality of those of those shows. So you have that one, and then you have that evil. Because <clears throat> which... I mean, think about it this way: we want to justify our own sin, right? Of course, we want to say we're not that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of going to hell. I you know all that kind of thing. So if we can justify Lucifer, and if sure. we can call Lucifer was not really that bad. Lucifer's not an evil dude. Lucifer is just misunderstood or made a mistake, but come on, let's see. Then how does that make other people, if we can get everyone to agree on that, then how do people feel about us? You know, because we have not done what Lucifer's done. Right. Uh so I I think that's a lot where it comes from. There's a, another one coming out soon from uh, the creators of Rick and Morty about a demon uh, mm-hmm. that I also was seeing some stuff for. And, and like that, that's, you're right. The, anything spiritual is uh, having to do now with the other side uh, and, pro- and trying to portray them as, as you know, right. <laughs> and so that's a, that's a scary place to be. So, um, I didn't want to interrupt or it sounded like that's a good stopping point for that. Should I go, can yeah. I go on with something else oh, or do you have more? If you got something, okay. go for it. Um, I just thought this was cool. I just want to share it. Um, I work at a, I don't know if I should say on the podcast, I, I work at a grocery chain. Uh, I don't want to involve them just because, you know, for their sake, uh, I, you know, pretty much every company I've worked with said, has always said like, hey, you can go online, you can do your things, just don't include us right. as part of what you do. You know, you do not represent the company in that way. That that kind of thing. So I've always been careful along those lines. Um, and we never said what medical facility we work for. Either, right, so. right. I, yeah. yeah. So, but I work for a grocery chain and uh, I work through uh, a, a program within it that allows you to order your goods and then come pick them up instead of going into the store and shop. Uh, And we had a two-day period where just everything went wrong. And not just at the store. I bring the store up because it's part of this, but go in on one day, busiest day of the week. And... Every week is the busiest day of the week. And you go in in the morning and we're starting. It's a typical day. Things are growing. You know, orders coming in. We're trying to shop for them as they come in. Whole system goes down. Just nobody can shop. Nobody can do anything. So apparently people could still get online and place orders, but we could do nothing about it. Uh, we could not shop for them. So the orders were growing and, and we're sitting here going, we can't 
we can't do that. And they're going to be here in like three hours wanting to know where's our stuff. We haven't got it. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, the orders spiked for the afternoon. We didn't have the help necessary to take care of it in the first place, much less now that this is going on. Uh, and as far as I know, it was a company-wide shutdown. It was just a computer thing <laughs> going on. Yes. Um, and I can verify that because I don't work for the grocery chain, but I work for the people that take care of their security needs and network issues. So, so, so you knew what was going on. There was a, there was a company-wide uh, we were getting lots of uh, stores email us when there's problems, and we were getting a lot of our networks down, our networks down. Now, as far as I know, it only lasted about 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't wasn't super long, but it, it caused a lot of confusion, shut a lot down. Uh, now, I'm out uh, getting these orders, getting them ready for customers. It's like, what orders are we getting? What's, you know, what's going on? Some customers aren't showing up because they've been receiving a text message that we're down. Uh, uh, so that's causing a backload on me because I have limited space to work with. We get just everything that's been shopped, we get, we have to sort through and put it in its right spot, give it to the right customer. Well, I have a space where I go in, I, okay, here's uh, Bob Anderson, you know, and I, okay, I line all his stuff. Here's Jenna... Fisher, you know, here's, and, and I get every customer and you've only got so much space. And once you run out of space, you have to hope those customers come and shop their stuff. So I've arrived, you give it to them. Now I've got space, put another customer in who's coming a little bit later and you just cycle this through the whole day. Now customers aren't showing up, you know, so we've got all of this stuff in there taking up space. We got to get new stuff in, but we can't. And it caused this horrible problem through the rest of the day. Now I worked in the morning. I left at about two o'clock and from what I understand, four and five o'clock just shot through the roof. They had so many orders, they couldn't shop them all. So what they did is they said, we have to shut down the orders. So someone went in and said, it's been shut down. And for about two hours, we were waiting, found out they never shut it down. All they did was delay. So what they did is they said people could still order, but they were just going to order for a little bit later. So the orders kept coming in, and that's why these late afternoon times just spiked up. So now we're not prepared to handle it. Then then the manager figures out what happens, shuts down the orders. Oh, my God. So uh, that night was just chaos in there. After I'm gone, I go home. My wife is ill. Uh, My son has just come off an illness. Um, I'm, I'm driving home and I, I hit the garage door button. Nothing happens. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, must be batteries out. That's all I'm thinking. Batteries dead. Uh, pull in, uh, I park on the street. Next morning I wake up, just go to the garage out of habit. Even my car's not there. Hit the garage door button, find out the garage chain. The thing is moving. It's not pulling the door with it disconnected from the door. Oh no. Now I'm trying to figure out how to reconnect and how to work that. I can't figure out how this works. I'm not mechanically inclined in that way. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh yeah, my car's parked outside. Oh, thank goodness. You know, um, go running out to my car, rush off, get to work. The place is a disaster. 
Place just looks horrible. The stuff thrown here. Trash hasn't been thrown out. I realize what happened yesterday. They just tried to survive. I'm not mad at anyone, but oh my goodness, I got a lot to do. Uh, I'm not fully prepared by the time the first customer shows up because I got to get everything ready for the morning rush. Uh, uh, and I'm the only one there. <laughs> so customers start show showing up. I'm still trying to organize and sort, trying to help them out at the same time. I get one person who comes in with me and we don't get anyone else, any other help until nine o'clock. I'm there at six in the morning. We don't get any other help until nine o'clock and nine is this huge load that we're trying. Now we got people showing up. It's about 15 minutes before nine. They're showing up early. They want their stuff. And we now we're in a situation where we can't find, you know, uh, someone comes up and says, and our system says they should have five totes worth of goods. We can only find three of them. What's going on? And we've only got two of us there and we've got cars just lining up and we're trying to solve the question for the first car in line. We can't find his product. We're supposed to have everything out here. Um, on top of this, we have a refrigerated unit that everything is stored in. I walk in 6 a.m. first thing in the morning. Actually, I got there at 5.30. I got there early because I knew there were going to be problems. It's warm. Oh, no. Everything is the, the refrigerated units are busted. <laughs> so we put in a call to get that fixed. That cuts our space in half because the refrigerated units are on one side of the wall where we put product. Now we can't put anything over there because these the guys need the space to work and fix these units. And we've got big orders coming in. And at that point, just at some point in the morning, that morning, I'm putting i'm grabbing stuff for people i'm scanning it out i'm getting ready to take it out to a car and i just started to smile and i just thought of um the the thought occurred to me a few years ago i would have easily gone oh my goodness what a horrific stress inducing terrible hateful thing this is and I'm sitting and and as I'm thinking about each step and everything that happened to get here and how everything just seems to be falling apart I'm going this is nothing and, I, and I'm sitting there in the middle of this trial so to speak and I say and I remember uh, I've talked about it before uh, uh, Rick Joyner uh, the call the, the, the final quest, those books, where they talk about use your trials as opportunities to praise God. Uh, and I started just thanking and praising God in the middle of this and just laughing to myself, realizing, you know, this really is nothing. Right. And, and everything, everyone else is just freaked out and upset and I'm going, dude, I'm, I'm just going to continue working and go home to my, to my nice, comfortable life. This is a minor annoyance at best, but man, how I would have freaked out five years ago and been enraged and upset at the horrible situation. And 
I just want to thank God in the middle of all that, that I just feel like he was there at that moment, came in and said, you know, it all fell apart and everything's okay. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just had that conscious moment where I stopped and said, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a disaster in the place. It was like everything at once that could have happened, happened. So what? Yeah, I used to I used to feel guilty about this because I would, you know, I'd be on my way to work and, you know, the entire time it'd be it'd be prayer, it'd be singing songs, it would just be, you know, just ah, everything's great and wonderful. Get to work, you know, two minutes into my shift, uh, oh, gotta call thirty patients and tell them they gotta reschedule. Ah, dang it, everything's <laughs> horrible, you know. And yeah. then lunch would come, uh, and I would. Uh, I would spend time on my lunch break. Uh, I purposely drive uh, just far enough away that I couldn't actually see the place I work just to get it out of my head. And I would read my Bible on my lunch break. And, you know, it's great and wonderful and and uh, go back to work. And, and then, you know, oh, my gosh, this line doesn't stop. People just keep coming, keep coming. You know, <laughs> oh, it's so busy. Uh -huh. And then I'd go home and have, you know, usually usually when going home, it was just music, you know, but still just uh, everything's fine, wonderful. And then not think about work the rest of the day or the rest of the night. Next morning, get in there, prayer, you're going to have a great day, going to have a great day. This is going to be wonderful. Get to work three minutes into my shift. Oh, that nurse really upset me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just, and, and, and finally, I don't know how long this cycle went on before it finally one day, and it was actually um, uh, there's a song. Uh, see, I never prepared, uh, <laughs> but basically, in the song, there's a line that says, "Remind yourself, he's with here with you now." Remind yourself, he's here with you now. I think it's, um, "I am a Christian. My name is Pilgrim. I'm on a journey, but I'm not alone." Whatever the name of that song is. Um, but in that, there's that line. Remind and we can get away without a copyright strike because you're so off key. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and I think you, I think no. you're, I think you're able to do like five to ten seconds before you're really in. Oh, okay. So, so. <laughs> but yes, also my horrible singing really, really assisted us in this moment. Um, but that line stuck out. I was at work one day doing the cycle like normal. Something was really bothering me. It was a it was a very uh, irate patient, just just really coming down on me for something that was ten levels above me. I mean, mm -hmm. nothing that nothing that he should be upset with me about. In fact, what's annoying about the situation in the moment is I'm your biggest advocate. Yeah, I'm the one that's going to fight for you, but you're tearing me down, and I'm losing my patience and energy to do that. Uh huh. You know, like. I'm I'm actually on your side, um, but in that moment, I, uh, uh, I that line just popped in my head. He's here with me now, and I and I do like a just look over my shoulder, you know, and I don't physically see him, but I'm like, oh, he's right there. Why do I do this? Why do I not invite him into this place too? Uh -huh. You know, and then I felt so guilty that I was never letting him come into work with me. He was meeting me on my lunch break. 
He was meeting me after work. Mm -hmm. He was meeting me up until I walked in the doors. And I wasn't letting him come in with me. And in that moment, a lot changed. And I actually discovered something. Um, that was one of the first times that I that I, I tried this technique and it actually started working for me. Um, uh, I, and it, I think it just turned it around on the person. I would say, you know, I would say, look, I'm on your side. In fact, we're in this together. And that's all it took. Just that, just no, we're in this together. Like this is my problem now too. Like, and I, uh -huh. and, and, and that method after that. Um, and, but what I was actually doing was reminding myself that he's with me. So I need to, I need to include this person too, you know? So now it's all of us are in this together. And I think just, I think it was just a sincerity that came out. Not because anything great is wonderful about me, but because I'm actually being truthful to this now. Yeah. He's with me, uh -huh. and I want this to work, and I'm with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and so that technique, actually, I was able, I, I de-escalated quite a few of those really bad situations where I was just being yelled at for, you know? And that was a medical clinic, so usually it's because the person's in pain or, right. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's something, something... Uh, uh, that just don't they're not at their best mm -hmm. uh, you know so it, it, like customer service at a, at a box retailer which I've also worked you know that, that person is just angry to be angry a lot of times you know that person has chosen yeah. you to be the, the target of their rage for something that's probably not even related to the purchase or whatever their issue was uh, but at a clinic a lot of times it really is because the person normally is a decent you know person to get along with but in this moment they are at their worst because of pain sickness yeah you know any of those kind of things and so i that's why i was so happy when i discovered this technique because it was it, it was like i now because i want i want to sympathize with these people i really did mm -hmm. but my patience would get uh just obliterated when i'm being called names and being put down and and then all that kind of stuff. But I'm sitting over there just going, but I'm the one that's going to help you. <laughs> like, why are you taking this abuse out on me? Uh, so when I finally figured out how to just communicate with them and invited him into my workplace, now, you know. It's interesting you say that because I was just thinking about this. I, I'm the opposite. Um, so after this event, uh, th these last couple days, uh, that that I should say that happens Sunday, Monday. And today is Tuesday as we're recording this. My boss comes up to me in the morning and just said, I just want to thank you about how you dealt with everything over the last couple of days. You were so calm. You were so professional. Um, we were all freaking out and you were treating it like it was nothing. And I just admire that. You know, he's just, he's just saying this. And I'd had the thought, even before this, but, but during this too, when I go to work, I've got about an hour, maybe two hours where really I'm the only one there. I am setting everything up. I get there. I see what we've got to start the day. I have to put things into place. I have to bring the new product in, put it out and move things around. And I basically have at least an hour to just pray and praise God 
through the whole thing. And he inhabits his praises. And I have basically made my job his habitation. And I'm getting blessed for that. Sure. Everything, uh, you know, I'm not perfect uh, by, no, by no stretch of the imagination, but I have actively sought and invited God in my place of work. What happens when I go home? Well, now it's me time. And I'm having a problem inviting God into my selfishness in that case. I get home and now I'm tired. I've just had a shift where I'm running and lifting and moving and I'm just weary and tired. And when I get tired, I get very selfish. Um, some people get hangry. I don't. I was like, okay, I haven't had a meal in 18 days, whatever. I don't care. But if I get tired, you need to eat more yeah. <laughs> stay away from me. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I get grumpy. I, I very often, like we've had game days and stuff where we're just playing with people in the family and I will realize it's going on like, you know, a, a later hour and we're going on and I will consciously go, I'm going to shut up for the rest of the night and I'm just going to focus on playing the game and smiling and laughing because right now I'm going to rip someone's head off because I'm just, I'm just sleepy. Sure. You know, especially like you're playing the game, you want to get, you know, if you've got three moves left and the game is over and people will just go, roll. oh, that reminds me of a story. And I want to tell you about, and I'm just going, just just roll the dice. Just play the game. Just play that game. I'm, I'm doing that inside of me. And I, because I have to consciously realize they're doing nothing wrong. That's the reason we're here to enjoy each other. But I got, but now I'm tired and I'm no longer logical. Luckily, I was able to get my head back on. <laughs> but, but that's what. I go home after these days of work and I'm tired. And it's like I don't want to pray anymore. I don't want to I don't want to do my Bible study. Yeah. But now I've got time to do. I just want to sit in the shower and soak and and you know maybe I'll play music and I'll think about that but but usually it's just you know I watch my movies. I watch my TV shows. I I just spend time with me not with God. And, and just listening to your story, it was like you had the opposite. Yeah. It's like we need to learn from each other. I, I need to go, how do you rest? And you need to go, how do you work? Right. You know, sometimes because I am. It's like my, my I can tell my work is blessed. But I can also tell it's like my home life is where the big the most screw-ups happen. Where I the next day I go, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, not even sin necessarily, just... I wasted a day that I could have been doing this with God, you know, um, but I don't know. That's, that's the way it is for me. I, when, when I was dealing with my guilt of leaving him um, in, and not bringing him into my work, I actually had images of, you know, like me walking to the employee entrance and him walking with me and, smiling and then when i went through the door he just waited and, and waited yeah and then as soon as i walked out for my lunch break or whatever it was and that door opens he was ready to greet me with a smile and we continued on but, but that, he didn't go in the building but that image that image helped me 
and go, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to him. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's funny what pops into a guilty brain or, a, you know, or when you're processing all this kind of stuff. But that was the image that I was seeing. And so in reality, like the next time or one of the times that I went to that door, I purposely stopped for a moment, turned around and said, come in. You know, yeah. it's not it, he didn't he, whether he actually was physically stopping at the door or not, because <laughs> God can, is everywhere. I mean, right. It's just but in that moment, it was important to me to go, wait, let's stop that. If that's the case, if that's what's happening, let's stop that and come in. Let's 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 do this. I need you here, you know, and and uh, that was a big help just visualizing that and doing those actions in my own head and there were times where um like i was having i think i think god was speaking to me and saying listen i can go in there with you and i didn't pierce them all together until i went through all this process but there was like one time where i was having the worst day i don't remember exactly why but i do just remember that it was horrible and lunch was taking forever to get to and when lunch finally happened, I'm 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 going to the time clock and I'm just dun, 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 and I'm walking out the first door. It's a two door system. Walk out the first door, walked out the second door and boom, perfectly aligned with me was the start of a rainbow. And it just hit me. And I'm like, God, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry about this, this anger, all of this. I'm so it just hit me. And I recognized it in that moment, but I didn't recognize it that, you know, he was consistently doing these kind of things, Uh, even just with the music that would play or whatever that was going on. He was reminding me it doesn't have to be that way, Uh you know, and it just took it always takes a long time for me. I don't know why, but just part of my process, you know, it always takes a long time for me to put it all together and finally go. Oh God! You've been there talking to me. You've been trying to explain it to me. I'm not listening. Uh-huh. You know, um, but yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that day, and I don't remember. And see, now I can't even remember what I was upset and angry about. But I definitely but you remember, remember that. I remember yeah, the, the 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 180, the anger to the just joy, and then the guilt of you know of not doing or not having them there with me, but just. Boom, perfectly aligned with me walking out that door, the start of a rainbow. And, you know, to me, to me, a rainbow, it could have been anywhere. It could, and it still would have probably had the same impact. But the fact that it started even with me, it was like I had no choice but to see it when I walked right out. And, and there it is. And it's just, you know, Wow. <laughs> And, and I've had a couple occasions where God has done something in the sky and I, and I imagine that it could mean a lot to a lot of people. A lot of people can visually see it, but there have been times where I can't help but wonder, God, is that just for me in this moment? Like, it just feels like it is. Uh, there's been a couple times where that's happened and, and I, I, I want to thank God for that because all of the people of all of the situations going on he takes a moment to say brad i'm here i got you you know just how awesome is that Mm -hmm. 
you know. No, it is. It's uh, and yeah, it's that intimacy. It's the the personal connection. Mm-hmm. Um. But I guess I have nowhere else to go with that. So. <laughs> yeah, and actually, um, you know that to me that felt more positive. <laughs> so unless yeah. there's any other topic that you really want to have, I think I'm good. Yeah. No, no, I, I think I'm good too. So, well, as always, this has been Brad. And this has been Scott. And this has been Not About Us. <laughs>